Hi there, you've stumbled across The Christian Truth, a podcast where I, Prophetess LGBTQ, comes, well, sometimes I come to yell at you. If you come here to hear about nothing but Bible scripture or religion, you've inadvertently ended up in the wrong podcast, because I switch it up a bit, and I curse pretty often, actually, in the beginning. Just ride this out with me, it's so worth it. But I'm human, so I'm not gonna be perfect. Each episode, though, is from the heart, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Leave your comments below any episode and let me know what you thought. Remember, you were warned. This is me as he made me. And he's not done with me yet. Talk for now. Hi guys, it's Prophetess. I'm here. Um, like I said, I'm going to stay live for you guys. So if you want to come in and uh, you know, check out what we're talking about, I can... Uh, I can answer questions, but just know that I have um, I have a podcast to do at the same time. So please come in, ask questions. Um, if you're coming in to question my prophetic gift, however, um, you will be ignored. Not because I doubt my prophetic gift, but because you're doubting God and I ain't got no time for that. Okay, cool. Um, so let's see what we can do. Um, like I said, for those of you who uh, wanted to get a hold of me, who want to be able to speak to me in person, um, I will be uh, I will be online and I will be live. I'm gonna say for the next two hours or so, just because I need to know. <sighs> I need to know one. I want to know that you guys are getting it. You guys are getting the message. You understand? So it's it's important. Um. Anywho, so Leviticus, it's the third book that uh, Mr. Moses wrote. Now, remember I told you recently, guys, that I have uh, I have the gift of prophetic of prophecy, yes? And I know as a prophet, prophet um, a humble prophet, we will never denounce another prophet. That's just not, that's not how we do it. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's important that you keep that in mind. If ever I say you said that the prophet, if I say you said that the prophet said, I'm not I'm not saying the prophet didn't say or that he wasn't a prophet. I'm not saying he wasn't a prophet. OK, but I am going to tell you that no Holy Spirit exists. That's going to tell you that God couldn't finish creation in a day. It took him seven um, that he couldn't let Pharaoh uh, get his let his people go. You know, it took 10 plagues. All of that. I have a problem with you telling me that that's. All that my God can do. So that's why I call this B-I-B-L-E that you guys call a holy text. I call it one BS, the whole big old box of crap. Because this box is where you guys have placed God. God's word is in here. And if it's outside of God's word, it ain't God's word. So you're telling me that you're not boxing God. You're not pinpointing where only God's going to love these people. Only God's going to love this. You ain't got the juice. You don't get to decide for God is what I'm saying, okay? You don't get to decide. Um, so Leviticus debunked. <clears throat> we go by the outline. 
um, of my study text and um, I've given you guys the background of how I got my text and why it was chosen by God to be given to me. Um, here I am. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to need to put something on the light so we don't have a glare. But um, what's my live title? I am debunking Leviticus, right? Leviticus. I don't even care how you spell it. I have a friend with this name and I want him to know specifically, I'm not offended by your name, okay? I'm not offended by your name. I don't believe that you are not a Christian. I'm just saying this book, someone messed up, honey. When the name's you, because this book's about to get decimated like the first two did. And I don't really care how you feel about it. You know why I don't care? Because I follow God, I don't follow man. And man has a problem with my word. Man has a problem with my God's message. So I, like, once again, I'm not worried about you. I just don't give a darn. You know, sometimes. Okay. So we are going to debunk Leviticus. Okay? And it's important that we keep that. We're going to record, record it. Okay. We're going to record it. We're going to record, record it. So that everybody can come back to see it. They want to or not. <laughs> but you guys can come in and ask me questions and you guys may not have ever seen me in person um you see me on a video on tiktok my tiktok family my followers um and i said to them in your video i said that hey you know i know that you guys get the message right but i also need you to know that uh, not everyone's going to get the message the first time and it requires um She's live, y'all. Live. Okay. I am Prophetess LGBTQ. I am a prophetic lover. I am a prophetic giver. And I am a prophetic beloved child chosen by the one true king. And because I know that I only follow God, that makes me tolerant, y'all. I'm tolerant of everything God has created because he taught me to love. He told me to love. And that is the only commandment I follow. I follow God's actual word, not what y'all put in the book, okay? What you did was box God. I've said this plenty of times. So you're not, you're not, you're not fooling nobody. You get what I'm saying? It's just not happening. So, uh, I wonder if I can make this bigger. Sparkle. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess that's as big as it's going to get. That's okay. That's all right. You guys can see me, right? Hello. It's me. Um, however, if you guys come in and you have some questions, like I said, don't come in asking if, oh, if you're a prophet, then why is this? I, I don't need you to voice to me that you doubt God. I already know you doubt God. You, you don't need to come and tell everybody in the world that you don't believe God chose me. I don't give a darn. You hear what I say to you? It doesn't matter to me. Hello, whoever you are. I can't see right now who you are, but. Okay. Anyway. Um, so we have this. Uh, there we go. There is um, 
times when you're going to have people doubt you, right? And it's just because when I said in the last episode is that I am debunking a book that since the dawn of the actual book, you guys have felt that that is the only way. That's the only way that we're going to get to heaven is through this book. Not through God. I already told you how I feel about you guys putting uh putting God in a box, okay? You decided that God cannot love gay. You decided because you put it in a book. And if that's not true, then why'd you put it in the book? Hmm? Why? Why'd you do that? If that's not what you want us to believe. You can't do any more than that. You can't love the gays. It says so in the book. You can't love nobody. You know why? Because it says so in the book. That's right. Okay. So we have, it is, uh, those are facts, all facts. Okay. So now we are having our video is here. Okay, guys. I got a few more viewers, and thank you for showing up. Um, well, I don't care if you leave. Um, the point is that I I stopped caring if you believe me. You know what I mean? Because God reminded me yesterday that I didn't put you on that earth to convince people that you're my prophet. I put you on that earth to can remind people that they're not right, that they're following an idol. And I need you to tell them that so that when they come to my gates and question why exactly they're not coming in, you have already instructed them as to why. So I can't tell you that you're not going. That's not my job. My job is to remind you that the way you want to go is not how you're going to get there. It's that damn simple. Flat simple, right? Leviticus. In my outline, we have the way of access to God. Y'all don't know how freaking disgusting that sounds to God. The way of access to God. This is what it sounds like. God, we need a way to know that you're talking to us. We need to know, Lord. We need to write it down and figure out exactly what the signs are mm -hmm, of what you mean when you're coming back, what you're doing, why you chose the people you chose to do it. We need to have proof, Lord. We need to write it down. So you did. You wrote it down. You wrote the way of access to God is still through a man. That's what I said. And the idolatry leadership. Let me talk to you real quick. You're the way. You're the way. That's what you're saying offerings are the way no no no. it's in the book it's in the book it's in your book it's in Leviticus it's in your book your book states that through eight different kinds of sacrifices you can atone for your sins to God that's all it takes gotta do those eight things and then you're good you're good you're fine everything's squared away and you know how I know that that's how you believe because uh it's called the annual Day of atonement. Wow. You only get a day. If you don't get it all figured out in a day, then you're just going to have to wait till next year. If I don't atone for all of my sins today, Lord, you'll just have to catch me next year. Okay. All right. Sure. We'll do that. Awesome. We'll do that. We will. We will. We will. Um, let's see here. Oh, 
So they have um they have the burnt offering. Okay. Now, from what I remember, I didn't go through Bible study or a Bible school or whatever. I went to different school churches and I went and heard different messages and I ever received one message out of all of it. And that was God wants me to love everybody. It doesn't matter the color of my skin. It doesn't matter how you talk. It doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't even matter if you believe that God exists. It don't matter. I still have to love you because that's what a Christian does. It doesn't choose not to love the gays. It doesn't choose one day out of the year to be sorry for what you've done to God all year long. An annual day. Y'all use a fucking day. A day. A fucking day to atone for your sin. And all of this burning, all of this offering, it's only on one day. And if you don't get yourself cleared on that day, you got to wait till next year. And you better hope that you make it till next year. Because if you're not atoned, according to your book of Leviticus, Moses says, you ain't going where I'm going. Because you didn't atone. We taught you how. We showed you what you should do. That was after you decided that Moses was the deliverer, right? Because that's what he is. He's the deliverer. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Not God. God didn't deliver us for nothing. No, he didn't. He didn't do shit. Okay. What you say? That's all right. right. We got a burnt offering. We have the grain offering. We have the fellowship offering. We have the sin offering for unintentional sins. Don't you think I'm not coming back to that shit? Uh, The guilt offering? Yes. The continual burnt offerings and offerings of priests. The disposition of the victim in a sin offering. Guilt offering and fellowship offering. And the final offering is the wave. And then we summarize all of the offering. Okay? Let me start with the burnt one. You're telling me that God expects you to worship him in this freaking fashion. I will not accept your worship if you don't burn some shit for me. I won't accept your worship if you don't give me some grain. I know I made the grain, but I still want it. I need you to give it to me every fucking year. It's just what it do. Okay. I need it. You have it. I want it back. Yes, it is. That's what you put in your book. And then you've got the fellowship offering. I'm not sure what you think you're doing with that shit. Um, I'm going to offer fellowship. How do you have that ability to give God everybody's fellowship? The fellowship offering. I don't want to know what it fucking is. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Because you think God requires offerings to hear my worship. I got a problem with that. I got a serious problem with that. Now, the sin offering (laughs) for unintentional sins. Let's talk about it, shall we? I'm going to put my little glasses on here because this is a doozy. Yes, yes. We're going to look this one up. The sin offering for unintentional sins. This is where you bigot will tell me that the sin of homosexuality, that's an unintentional sin, right? I mean, we were born this way, so we just have to fix ourselves before we get to heaven. That's what you said. That's what you said. Sin offering for unintentional sins. If I was born this way, then obviously I have to atone for who the fuck I am before I get to heaven because God won't accept me otherwise. Oh, and I didn't atone. I didn't give any offerings all year long. Except for every day on atonement day. To this day, that's all that we do. We atone one damn day a fucking year. One year! 
year, one whole year before he hears you say you're fucking sorry again. What the hell are you talking about? If you're not apologizing to God on a daily basis, then you're all jacked up. You know why? Because we were born as a sin. It's in your fucking book. We were born as a sin. Yes, we were. We were sinful at birth. So that's an unintentional sin. We couldn't have no control over that according to your book. We had no control. So if we were born bisexual, we were born gay, it's our duty to make sure that we are not so when we get to heaven. Cool. You got it. I see a lot of you come, view me, and then leave. I don't care. Because I am not here for you. And I'm not here to amuse you. I'm not here to entertain you. I'm here because you need to know that you're wrong. That's what you're doing. You need to know. The guilt offering. The guilt offering. Holy Christ. We're going to go with the sin one first because you guys really. I'm going to look it up. Don't you worry. We're going into three, guys. The fellowship offering. All right, Dad. I, I mean, I wanted to skip it because it's just ridiculous. I don't understand the point. I don't get. I don't see no point in it at all. But Dad says no. Dad says we got to cover it all, all of it. I need, I need them to understand that shit's bunk. It's crap. It's bullshit. The burnt offering. He says, speak to the Israelites and say to them, when any of you brings an offering to the Lord, bring as your offering an animal from either the herd or the flock. So this is what God said to Moses. This is what you put in your book. You said that God said to Moses, tell them that if they're going to bring me some offerings, it better be a freaking person from their. It has to be from their herd and from their flock. I don't want it. Otherwise, I don't want their offering if it's not like I said it was. It's got to be this. If the offering is is to offer a male without defect. Oh, you got to have a perfect one. That's a catch. There it is. Okay, so a burnt offering. I want it to be perfect. I need your offering every time, every year on that day of atonement. Yes, I need it to be perfect. First, that's the first thing you must do, God says, in your book. God says, first, you must give me a perfect piece of your chattel. Okay. And then next, Dad says, I want grain. I know I made that shit. I know it's my grain. I know it is. But because I gave it to you, you belong to me. That grain belongs to me, too. Hmm. When someone brings grain to the Lord, his offering is to be a fine flower, not just any offering. Do you hear what I say to you? Like, I see the grain. Your grain's pretty cute, but I want the best. I want the best freaking flower that you can find. I won't take anything less. I won't do it. I won't do it. Leviticus says the fellowship offering. Good night in heaven. If someone's offering is a fellowship offering and he offers an animal from the herd, whether male or female, he is to present before the Lord an animal without defect. Once more, if you're coming before me, you better be fucking perfect. I said so in my book. Hmm. Really? He said it in the book. That's right. He said it in the book. Now, you're telling me the person who wrote that down. And by the way, it's Moses. This mother wrote frickin five books. He wasn't in all but one. But that's OK, because he knows what he's talking about. No, I'm not telling you he wasn't a prophet. I will not believe that any Holy Spirit told him to write this shit down. I won't do it. You can't make me. You know why? Because God does not require us to be perfect to come before his. 
No, he doesn't. You think he does. I give the darn. I give the darn. You know something? I don't care. God doesn't either. You felt you had to have a way. There's got to be a process. There has to be a standard. Mm-hmm. Okay. He has to lay his hand on the head of his offering and slaughter it at the entrance of the tent of meeting. I want you to bring me the best shadow you have. I need it to be pristine. It should probably glow. I want it to go. It's got to be absolutely impeccably perfect. And then I want you to kill it right in front of my building. I want you to kill that offering right in front of my building because that makes my building so holy. You burning and killing shit in front of the door of my building where you come to worship me. Uh huh. Uh, that is the only thing that makes that worship holy is your burnt offering, your fellowship offering, your perfect fine flour grain offering. That's the only thing that God accepts to worship. Yeah, I know it sounds retarded too. Okay, so we're going to go to the sin offering for unintentional sins, right? We're on three. That's verse three chapter. I give this shit what you call it. The sin offering. (laughs) The Lord said to Moses, I repeat myself, the Lord said to Moses, not to every fucking buddy. He said it to Moses. He said it to a fellow prophet. That prophet say to the Israelites, when anyone sins unintentionally and does what is forbidden in any of the Lord's commands, <laughs> if the anointed priest sins, bringing guilt on the people, he must bring to the Lord a young bull. And then if the anointed priest shall take some of the blow's blood and carry it into the tent of the meeting, he's to dip his finger into the holy frickin' Christ. Y'all gotta be shitting me. If you do an accidental sin, that's what you just said. If I accidentally sin against God, then I gotta do all of this crap. I have to, otherwise it won't work. And now some of you are like, well, Mel, that's not what we do anymore. I'm just saying it's not, that's not exactly how, but if it's in the book, that's what you should be doing. That's what you're telling everybody. So why all of a sudden now are we not supposed to believe that shit? Let me know. I'm confused. Hello, Phil. Thank you for joining us. All right. Let's see here. We got the eight different kinds of sacrifices, right? We're in the unintentional sin. I want you guys to define it. What the hell is an unintentional sin? Because we were born as a sin, according to your damn book. And we are sinful all year long, except for the day of atonement, according to your book. And the only way to atone for our sins is to give offerings to the king in heaven. And that's the only way he's going to hear our prayers. That's the only way he's going to accept our worship. It's the only way he's going to keep on loving us. It's in your book. That's what it says. I believe it too. You're darn right. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. No more discussion. Because it's in the book. It says so right here. Right there, Mel. It says. That's what it says. God said so. Yeah. You wrote that God said that I won't accept any other worship than what you write on paper. You're going to be shitting me. You're going to be shitting me. How dare you box God and tell him he ain't hearing my worship. Because I'm too loud for you. Because I'm too out for you. Because I'm too gay for you. He don't hear my worship. That's on you on Judgment Day. That's between you and Jesus. God help him because that's between you and Jesus. You decide that I am not getting my worship to heaven. Bless that soul, Father God, because that's the one you got to have to question. Not me. 
He won't question me. You know why? Because I know fucking better. I know better than to say that no other way than what's in your book is how I get to worship my God. Like I said in Exodus, you don't get to decide how I worship my king. You don't fucking get to decide. I'm a human being, okay? And he made this human being. He made me just the way I am. I'm hurrah. I'm in your face. I cuss a lot. And he knows that's the only way to get your goddamn attention. Because you're not listening to him. If you were, you wouldn't have a fucking book to prove otherwise. To prove otherwise that you're supposed to love all. I'm hitting a lot of hearts, guys. I don't give a shit if you stay. I really don't. You know why? Because every time you show up, you still got the message. You got so offended with me coming for you in the message. I don't want to listen to that. I don't want to hear that. She's just yelling. She just do, uh-huh. But you were sent here by him. He said, you need to hear it. That's what he did. You can claim it. You can say it was for whatever reason. I've never seen her before. I just wanted to see her live. Bullshit. Y'all know who the fuck I am. Y'all know who I am. I have never been shy about who I am. I am a prophetess. I have a message. I will give you the message whether you want it or not. Because my job is to educate you. So I can go home without having to worry about my atonement record. Hmm? Okay. The disposition of the victim in a sin offering, guilt offering, and a fellowship. The disposition means I need it to look like this. It has to be this way because your book says so. No, no, no. God says so. Is that right? God told you that I won't accept any of your fucking offerings, not a single one, unless it's perfect. I won't do it. I won't. I refuse because I'm God. I can do that shit. That's right. That's what you wrote in your book. That's what God did. Yes, he did. He told Moses to write it down. Yes, he did. And I am so mad at you for Moses. On Moses' behalf, I'm fucking pissed, okay? Because you give him a lot of fucking responsibility, and he's done a lot of bad shit, according to you. He wrote all of this crap. That's what you say. That's what you say. You say, oh, well, author Moses, author Moses, author Moses. I didn't tell you that he never wrote shit down. That's not what I said. I said that he would not be inhabited by the Holy Spirit to write this bullshit down. That's not what he did. Y'all came up with some stuff. It's beautiful stories. Do you hear what I said to you? Great, fantastic stories. But that's what they are. They're a fucking story. Because Moses was a prophet. Okay? He was a fucking prophet. He was a messenger of God. He's not going to tell you that this is the only way God will accept your fucking worship. What the hell is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Because they say today, come as you are and worship before the king. But in your book, they're not allowed to do that. How come? How come? You said they can only come a certain way. So how come, how come they can come now? Since when? Did you, you, you just ripped Leviticus out? It doesn't exist anymore? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, if you, it, like I said, it's crap. So it's very well done if you've taken it out of your existence. Okay. You don't believe in Leviticus anymore? Well done. You're listening. Because right now we come as we are. And even then we're wrong. Mm -hmm. We're worshiping wrong. Isn't that right? Leadership at destiny. I'm worshiping too loudly. I'm being too much of a nuisance. I'm just out there. Everyone hears me. I don't understand why she has to be the center of attention. Yeah, because I'm the one who needs to be a center of attention. You're right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes.
It can't be that I'm there to worship my king and you're the one minding my fucking business. No, it can't be that because that would make you wrong and you're definitely never going to be wrong. Right, leadership? Never, ever, ever? Not going to happen. Right. So, because she says it's sin. That's what her husband says. Her husband tells us she doesn't ever sin because she's, she's, yeah, God made her perfect. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So B, through priestly intercession. Now we're coming to the idolatrous leadership. It's amazing how many times y'all tell us that we should not worship an idol, but you worship this book. No, it's the word of God, Mel. No, the fuck it's not. I've proven that to you twice now. I'm on the third way of how it's not only. I've proven it to you. I've proven to you that you have boxed God. You're telling me this is all that God has ever done. That's it. What's in the fucking book? That's the only thing my God has ever done. That's what you want me to believe. That's what you want me to believe. What the fuck for? Why would I do that? Why would I do that? Why does that make sense to you? Why does that make sense to you? To box me and my worship into the book that you call the holy word of God? Pass. I pass. I pass. Pass in the name of Jesus. I pass. I don't care what you think of my worship. I don't care because I'm not praying to you. I'm praying to my king. And you don't have to like how it looks. You don't have to like my presentation. You don't have to care either. You don't have to believe me either. You aren't, that's not required of you. What is required of this one, however, is doing exactly what the fuck I'm doing. I told you to debunk the book. I don't give a shit what people say about it. I don't care how many people listen. I don't care how many people say you're wrong. I don't care how many people call you a false prophet. You're going to do what the fuck I said. And that's what's going to happen. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to listen to my king. I'm not going to listen to you, naysayer. I'm not going to listen to you, denouncer. I don't give a shit, hater. I don't care. I'm not listening. You want to come in? Hi, how are you doing? Oh, she's yelling again. She's cussing. She's telling us this. Just to, I'm not watching no more. God saw you. God saw you pop in and pop back out because you don't like what I said. God saw you pop in, make a comment, pop out because you don't like what I said. Don't follow her, she said. Don't listen to her if you want to know. Who to follow, go to my page. That's what that heifer said. If you want to know who to follow, not go ask God. Mm -mm. No, she said, go look at my page. Oh, so don't follow the prophetess. Follow the civilian. Follow the child of God that believes a book is more important than the actual message from God. And that is to love all that he has created. For God saw it was good. So if you telling me that we're lesbians and homosexuals and bisexuals are bad, then you're saying God was wrong. In Genesis, yo, way back in Genesis when shit was good. God saw that it was good. But no, 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 not anymore, right? Because now the gays are here. There's no way he still thinks that shit is good, right? That's what you're saying. So if that's the case, let's go to Exodus, right? Because you want me to believe your fucking book? Watch this shit. So we're not going to go to heaven because, well, right, we're gay. Okay, and then in Exodus, we were oppressed by someone we put in the office. We, we put a pharaoh in charge of us because God doesn't exist, according to Pharaoh. Pharaoh says his gods exist. And that's all we need to believe because he's in charge because he's the only one we can see. We can't see nobody else. So obviously nobody else is in charge. There ain't nobody else here telling us what to do. Oh, well, there's a Moses over there, but he's just some fucking prophet. He's just a prophet. Like, what does he know, right? It took him 10 plagues to get through your head. That's what you're saying in your damn book. You're telling God 
that I know you couldn't do it with one. I know you couldn't. God, there's no freaking way. There's no way that Pharaoh just all of a sudden believed you after one plague. Nope, 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 nope. I don't accept that, Lord. I don't believe it. And now that he has delivered us from the Pharaoh's uh, enslavement, we're in the motherland. We're in the promised land. Yes, we are. We're the promised land that God gave to only us. The whole creation is God's. You understand what I'm saying? And all of that he has created belongs to him, but only the promised land belongs to the Israelites. And today, only the Christians can call themselves such because God loves them. No one else. God doesn't love nobody else. He don't love nobody. He loves them only. Mm -hmm. I know, it sounds like crap because it is. You get what I'm saying? Only them. And you know what else is next? In Leviticus, the only way to reach God, in Leviticus at least, because we're, you know, we're going to go on to the other books, but in Leviticus, to the point where we are at now, third book of the box of shit, this book says that it requires a priest. Priest has to intercede to God to tell me what the fuck I'm supposed to do. No, he has to prepare the way. That's what you wrote in your book. You have to prepare the way. The priest has to prepare the way. The priest has to get in front of the flock and say, I am the only one who knows the way. Okay. And I'm the only way you're going to get there. Okay. And this is how I'm going to teach you what God told me to teach you. This is what, this is what he said. This is what he said. God said, you have to send me offerings every single year, but only once a day. I only want one, one day a year. I want on atonement day. Okay. Make a special day just for you to atone for your sins. Okay. That's what God wants. That's what you said the priest is. That's what the priest is for, right? We're interceding uh -huh, on behalf of God for the flock. That's what you're doing. Okay, cool. That's what we're doing. So the priest intercedes and says, you can't come in, but you give me your message and I'll give it to God. So anyway, um, I'm still live. They just cut off my video and that's okay. I don't care. Um, like I said, it's Facebook and Facebook's going to do what it wants, right? They always do. So, um, but because you believe that we couldn't as, you know, laymen, just regular civilians that God created, um, beings that he blessed and loves from jump from literal birth, you decided that we're not loved. Mm -mm. we can't even enter the temple nope the priest is the only person who can actually talk to god we're not allowed to speak to him because if you do he won't talk back he won't speak to you why would he speak to you why would he speak to you why would he want to hear your voice i'm the priest you know what i mean like you ain't got nothing on me that's what you're saying that's what you're saying god will only accept the words of a priest he won't accept anybody else's he won't accept it i just won't do it he said I won't do it. I don't have to. So. Okay. So, um, it's actually the live now. Okay, so there's a, 
the intercession of the priest. And then there's the purification laws. Not only do you need a priest to enter my temple, you got to be pure. The priest has to be pure, of course, yes, but he's not allowed to in otherwise. Because remember, he's not allowed to be around bleeding, a bleeding woman. Mm-hmm. No, because he'll taint his soul. Yes, he will. He'll taint his soul. His soul will be tainted by the blood of another human being. That's what you put in your book. That's what Leviticus says, that God will not accept a priest that has been around a bleeding woman because he's tainted his effing soul. Cool. Good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, good stuff it is. Um, So we have to purify our bodies. We have to go through a priest to talk to God. Yes, we do. And we have to bring him offerings. Only once a day, one day out of every year. But it has to be done this way. Otherwise, it doesn't get to heaven. I mean, it's that simple, Mel. Sorry, not sorry. Okay, so you're telling me that a book that you want me to call the holy word of God requires that not do I call my God and talk to him myself. No. The holy word of God says you can't talk to me until you go through a priest after you've given your damn eight offerings. Don't you think that it's going to happen any other way? That's what you want me to believe. That's what you want me to believe, because that is what your frickin book says. So then we have the purification. laws, Right. I told you how to purify yourself. We're going to be clean. Yes. OK. And then there are. Yes, we're going to go to that. I want to go to it specifically so that we can see exactly what exactly you are having. Okay, that's good stuff. Um, Christian Truth is now live, if you guys are interested, on Facebook. Um, Phil is still with me. God bless you, honey. Um, I need you to know, Phil, I'm going to talk to you real quick. I'm going to let you know that I am, I'm livid. You know what I say you would? Phil, I just like I we did Genesis a couple days ago. We did uh, Exodus yesterday. And then what I'm doing, Phil, is is showing the world. okay, that you decided how man got to reach God. Phil, I have a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? I got a serious problem. Hey, Mr. Richard. Hi. Thank you so much for coming. Um, I just don't, I have a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe in my heart of hearts, right? The heart of truth. Amen. I don't need you. I don't need nobody on this world, not this globe, not nothing. I need none of you. And especially not a damn book to get to heaven, to talk to God. I don't need it. Just making sure that, but that's what I'm saying. I don't need it, but you say I do. And if I don't believe it, I'm a false prophet. Yes, I am. Okay. Good stuff. That's good stuff. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Yes. So, hmm. The annual day, one day a year uh, of atonement. Because apparently every other day we're fucking perfect. The priest says so. And apparently he's the only one who can talk to God. So apparently we're right because the priest ain't told us God said otherwise. What is that? What page was it, guys? The damn 16. Good night. Okay, right. 16 of Leviticus, guys. Here we are. The Day of Atonement. 
I'm going to read you what it says in my study Bible. I'm not reading that freaking chapter. I don't need to. I need you to tell me exactly why only one day is designated to feel sorry for what you've done. Hold on. Go ahead and comment. Ask. Come on, talk to me. I need to know. The Day of Atonement. The need for atonement. The word atonement, meaning to cover over, you know, to cover your ass. Uh-huh. Uh, has the idea of covering over a sin by making an equivalent payment. Did you hear what I said? Payment! Payment! You gotta pay God! You gotta pay God. You gotta pay God! In offerings! In worship! You have to pay God. Otherwise, he ain't gonna hear you. Every single year. Once a day. You have to. You have to pay God. You have to. It says it in the book. It says it in the book, okay? I.e., a ransom. Ransom for your salvation. I'll wait. Ransom for uh, your Christian soul. No. Um, ransom for your gift of salvation and homecoming in heaven. That, that I got to pay for that too? That's a ransom. That's what you said. It's in your book. Hmm? Okay. The need for atonement arose from the fact that Israel sins if not atoned for, would subject them to God's wrath. Okay, got a problem with that. Phil, you listening? So God said, I don't like the way you're acting, and if you don't get right, I won't love you no more. What? I'm sorry, who? Who said that? Who said it, though? You said God said it. That's what you're saying in your book. You're saying God said, we fucked up. I'll love you no more. I know we just had a deal in Exodus. But y'all fucked up again, so I ain't got no time for you. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, no, but you did that. You put that on God. You put it on God. You said it's his work. That's what you did. But it's not a box, right? All of my denouncers, all of my naysayers, it's not a box. Oh, no, I don't box the creator. He can do anything. You're right. So why the fuck can he only do what's in the book? But it's not a box. No, it's not. No, it's not. Maybe you don't know what a box looks like, people. But that's what a box is. That's you saying that God cannot accept us as we are because he made us this way. We have to do this, 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 and this to get his approval, to get even his attention. And also, we need a priest to do it. Now, a lot of you are out there saying, but Mel, we're not like that anymore. We don't do that, okay? That's the Old Testament for a reason. Tell me why it's still here then. If you don't do it and you don't follow it, why is it still part of the Bible? We want to know. All like-minded minds would like to know. If you don't act this fucking way no more, then why is it still here? But it's in the book. It's in the book. It's absolutely in the book. I can see it right myself right here. Christ and the Day of Atonement. The ritual of the Day of Atonement. There is a ritual for one day a year for you to get right. And if you don't get it, you don't make it on that day, then you're fucked up for the rest of the year. And you better hope you make it to the next one. Because there's a priest, okay? There's only a priest of one day. There's a priest one day. One day. You got one day to find one priest and give him all eight of your offerings, okay? And then hope for the best. Because who knows? I mean, after you leave the eight offerings with the man, I, I can't go into the, ch- the tabernacle. I can't go. For only the priest can. So I'm just going to have to hope for the best. I'm going to have to hope for the best. Hope for the best. Hey, honey. Thanks, guys. Aw. Oh, my 
my fellow prophets are here. You guys are beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming. Um, so that's, that's, that's a problem with me. Okay. As all of my fellow prophets that are here now will atone. We don't need to get permission from any man at all to talk to God. No, we don't. No, we don't. We don't need your book. We don't need a man. We don't need it. And because man wrote the book, we definitely don't need your book. You understand something? Okay. Because God desired to save the Israelites. Okay. Uh, forgive their sins. Okay. And reconcile them to himself. To himself. To himself. No, wait. Y'all are going to love this next part. He furnished a way of salvation in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, you already got salvation. That's what you said. It's in Leviticus. I'm, I'm reading from Leviticus. Do you hear what I say to you? That's what your book says. That because God desired to save his beloved like he does every day um, and to forgive their sins like he does every day. I'm going to give you a, a passage of, of um, um, a process of salvation. And because we don't do that process anymore, he gave us Jesus. So we had an option. That didn't work for us. So well, let's give us a baby, God. Give us a baby. Give us a savior. Because Leviticus didn't cut it. That's what God wanted. God wanted to desire to save you. He wanted to save you. He wanted to save you, Israelites. He needed to let you know that you are his only beloved. You're it. You're, you're all he's got. Okay. And I gave them by accepting in their place of the death of an innocent life. <sighs> Let's recap. God is the creator of all. Yes or no? Right. And then you were born of sin. Genesis, right? I'm using your book. You want me to listen and read it? We're reading it. We're reading it. He is to make atonement for the most holy place, for the tent of meeting, and the altar, and for the priests and all the people of the community. So God will only accept atonement through the priest after eight offerings at the tent of meeting on the day of atonement. Cool. We all caught the fuck up. Now, the way of living before God. Holiness. That's what this book is about. The whole book of Leviticus is about holiness. Okay, now mind you, it's Moses' third book. He's on a roll, okay? He's got two more comments. Don't you, don't you, he's a, he's amazing. Okay, my fellow prophet Moses, he said some stuff. Y'all put a lot of crap on the Holy Spirit. Like I said in Exodus, you guys got a lot of answering to do because the Holy Spirit apparently told you God couldn't make creation in a day. No, the Holy Spirit told you it took him seven days. The Holy Spirit told you that it took 10 plagues. The Holy Spirit told you that you can't talk to God directly. You need a priest. The Holy Spirit said all of that. That's what you're putting on Moses. I'm going to need you to deal with that. Okay, it's a judgment between you and Jesus. Okay, cool. The way of living before God. Holiness. Did you hear what it said? The way of living before God. Not before he existed, because you can't get back there. You know what I'm saying? Before the king. Like, when you live your life, you're living before the kingdom of heaven. Did you know that? Every step that you take is in the presence of the king. 
Those are facts. You don't have to like him. That's just what it is. Okay. You are always in the presence of the king. He's always with you, always, every single day. So the way of living before him, to, to live before the great king in heaven, you must do the following. The revelation about the blood, hmm? the moral standards, the regular worship, reparation laws, obedience, Remember, we consecrated, we ratified the covenant in Exodus. So now we're going to consecrate when you're obedient. Let's go through that, guys. We're at the way of living before God. Holiness starts in 17, chapter 17 of Leviticus. This is how I expect you to be holy, okay? Your book states as follows. God says, I won't accept that you're holy unless you do it like this. Unless your worship sounds like this. And unless... You look like this, right? That's what you want me to believe. Yes, you do. You want me to believe it. Says the Lord to Moses, speak to Aaron and his sons and to all the Israelites and say to them, this is what the Lord has commanded. So I need you to understand what God just said in that one verse. Yo, Moses, do me something. Do me something. I need you to go tell them fucking people. I need you to tell your brother first, right? Tell Aaron. He's a priest. Y'all didn't think I knew that shit. Remember in Exodus, I said, I need a priest. No, no, no. He's a prophet. I need someone else. Oh, I'm not stupid. I do know the fucking Bible, but I also know it's a fucking bunch of bullshit. Facts, folks, facts. Okay? Because Aaron was told to write this down. Any Israelite who sacrifices an ox, a lamb, or a goat in the camp or outside of it, instead of bringing it to the entrance of the tent of meeting or presenting it as an offering to the God, that man shall be considered guilty of bloodshed. Holy shit. That's what I said. So every time we spill blood, I'm telling you what your book says, okay? God says any time that an Israelite, and you're a Christian today, okay? You're not an Israelite anymore. You're a Christian. Mm -hmm. Anytime a Christian decides to spill blood and it's not for offering to me, uh-huh, and it's not in a... um given to the priest that's bloodshed every time do you understand what you've done in the book you said that one of course murder is wrong but it's also a sin you said that god won't accept any other bloodshed other than what's in the fucking tent so women bleed once a month that's no good we're guilty of bloodshed it's in your fucking book. Ah, 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 ah. That's not what it means. I give a shit. It's in your fucking book. It's what your book says. I'm just reading the book. So I bleed every once a, more, once a month, just like every other woman in the world. But this, we're guilty of bloodshed. And it's unjust bloodshed, okay? He has shed blood and must be cut off from his people. What? Yes. And that is why the priest ain't allowed to touch a bleeding woman. Not allowed to be around her because she's been cut off. No, 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 you're a fallen woman because now you bleed every month. We can't be around you. You're disgusting. You're unclean, okay? We don't do that here. So instead, you either give offering or you don't spill blood at all. So tell me something. For those of you who still believe that Leviticus, the book of, should still be in this stupid piece of shit, explain this to me. Why are we allowed to murder today? Why are we allowed to murder? We murder each other. Mankind kills one another on a daily fucking basis. 
Do you hear what I say to you on a daily basis? So just just think about it. If we're not supposed to do that, um, what, what, why, why is it still in the book? We're not supposed to do it, but we do it. How come, Mel? You don't get it. You don't get it. How come they, they're not supposed to, okay? That's why it's called a sin, Mel. No, I'm clear on why it's a sin. I'm just clear, unclear, excuse me, on why you still justify other type of bloodshed in the book. Because if it's not inside the tent of meeting, it's bloodshed. So in the book, it says, if you aren't actually here in church and you killing people, then you're sinning. Mm-hmm. This is facts. It's very true. But do you take them and separate them from the rest of society? Well, if they're caught, yeah, now we put them in jail. But they're around other human beings, yes? Every damn day, even in jail. Some of them, even in their own cells, have a roommate, a bunk meet. Couple actually, I used to be a jail officer. Don't play with me. So, so those people who are caught for murder, those are the only ones that sinned against the tent of meeting, according to your book of Leviticus. Leviticus says you don't shed blood nowhere. And because we don't do that anymore, Mel, the Old Testament is mute. Why the fuck is it still here then? Because it's still the word of God? If it's the word of God, it would have evolved. Because the word of God states that you love all, even those who fucking shed blood. You know why? Because they're children of God. They don't belong to you. They don't answer to you. It's that simple. Hmm? Am I speaking the truth, guys? Amen. <clears throat> they must no longer offer any other sacrifice to the goat idols to whom they prostitute themselves. Y'all got prostitutes in Leviticus. Mm-hmm. No, no, because if they worship other gods, then they're sinning against me. That's what God says. And that's fine. Because there is only one God. But this is telling them that from that point of that sin until atonement day, they are not seen by God. They are not heard by God. Their worship means nothing. Their offerings are crap. They mean fucking nothing. You can pray every single day of your life, every single day other than atonement day, and he still wouldn't hear you. That's what that book says. Flat and simple. That's what your book says. That if you do not offer to my God, then he's not going to hear your prayers. He's not going to do it. not going to do it. And then when I say that to you, I'm a false prophet because your book states this shit and I'm the false prophet. Cool. And we have through the revelation of the blood, through the moral standards, through regular worship, 23. Let's talk about regular worship. I want the destiny leadership to be making sure they hear this part. And I don't care if you feel called out or offended. You gives a darn because I gives a darn. You know, spawn that. Speak to the Israelites and say to them, these are my appointed feasts, the appointed feasts of the Lord, which are to proclaim as sacred assemblies. All right, regular worship. Let's recap what he said. Regular worship means that God says this right here is the only time you can eat like this. 
nope, no, this is my feast. These here, these are important. You need to focus on these. These right here are the days that you will feast and you will call them sacred because I said so. God didn't protect them and told them that they had to atone for their sins. But now you get to eat heartily and call yourself sacred because, because I said so. Not because I made you that way. Nope. Because my word's not good enough to you anymore, Israelites. I have to put it in another fucking book and state again that I love you enough to stay with you. Not come back every fucking year. Okay? This is what your book says. The Sabbath is the only day that we rest. And then first fruits. I didn't say you couldn't get them. Okay? I'm telling you, though, that he doesn't require you specifically give him shit to hear your prayers. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, 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 honey. It's in the same book. It doesn't matter if it's the fucking same thing. It's in the same book. And I don't care about your book. So if it's in the same book, it's the same damn thing. Because your book says so. Your book? It's your book. It's your book. It's your book. But no, Mel, that doesn't make sense, though. Who are you fucking telling that shit to? The reparation laws, obedience, and consecration. This is good shit right here. This shit right here is going to blow your mind, okay? You're going to be like, wait, 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 wait a minute, Mel. The blasphemer stoned. Okay. Now, son of an Israelite mother and an Egyptian father went out among the Israelites and a fight broke out in the camp. The son of the Israelite woman blasphemed the name with a curse. His mother's name was Shalomith and the daughter of the Dibri, the Danite. Not a human being. A Danite. At this point in Leviticus, by the way, it's book three. Book three, you have already decided that Danites are above other human beings. Whoever the fuck the Danites are, that's what you just put. You put it here. You put it in your book. The third book of your damn good book states that these people are different. They're different than other human beings. No, 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 no. Those are the dirty ones. Those are the ones that aren't doing right, Mel. That's what he's saying. He's separating us. Why would he separate us? He made all of us. Why would he do that? Tell me why. Tell me why. Why does God have to separate us? Why does God have to label us when he freaking called us beloved? Tell me why. You ain't got a reason. Because you want to write a freaking story? Fuck, that's not a reason. That's not a reason. That's just an excuse. That's an excuse is why it's still here. Moses said it. I love you, Moses. You hear me? I love you. And I'm so sorry that they put this on me. I really am. I know that your name is here. Okay, it's your third book. I mean, praise God. But I don't believe that God told you to say any of this shit. I want you to know that I'm coming home to tell you that to your face. Because that shit right there is no way. Background. Leviticus is closely related to the book of Exodus. We just covered Exodus yesterday. Exodus records how the Israelites were delivered from Egypt, received God's law, and built the tabernacle according to God's specifications. It concludes with the Holy One, the Spirit, coming to indwell the newly constructed tabernacle. Now, mind you, 
Moses the prophet was embodied by the Holy Spirit when he's writing these books down. So what he's writing down because the Spirit is telling him to, he said, Spirit says, hey, by the way, I was also in the tabernacle. Make sure you write that down. Write it down, okay? They need to know I was there too. God might have built that shit, might have told you how to build it, but I was there too. Moses is writing that shit down, that the Holy Spirit not only is in me, but he lives in that building and that building alone. I know, Moses, that's fucked up. That's really fucked up that they would put that on him, but it's what it is. It's what you said he wrote down. Now, you want to know why I don't feel it's holy? Because Moses was a prophet, damn you, and prophets were not chosen to lie ever. For any reason, we are given a message. And if you don't like it, that's not our purpose. Our purpose is to hand out the message. However you receive it, whenever you receive it, it is meant to be received. It is not meant to be twisted like you did in four fucking books of the damn Bible. That's what you did. You took Moses' words, took his actual words, and decided they don't sound right. We got to have a process. Why can't we have a process, Lord? Why? Why? God actually gave you a way to worship him? That's what you're saying. You're saying God created man, uh, defectively, by the way, right? Man and woman, no female babies. Uh-huh. And then defectively created life and then decided, I don't love that life. Get away from me. I don't like you. You're disgusting. You're sinful. Because you're not my priest. You didn't bring me no offerings. You didn't build my building. And you're a woman. Yep. That's what y'all did. You wrote in a book that God requires you to do this this way. So that you can tell people that Moses said it. Moses said it. Moses was, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. But Moses didn't actually write it down. You know how I know he didn't write it down? Because Moses didn't lie. None of us are lying. You don't like it. I know that. But I don't really care. Because none of us are lying. None of us are going to tell you that you're going to heaven and be lying to you. Not a single one of us. Not a single effing one of us is going to tell you that you're going to heaven and be a liar. We can't do it both. We can't. It's not, it's not physically possible. Okay. So if I'm telling you the message, it's not wrong. It can't be because it's coming from God. But if I'm telling you you're going to heaven and you're gay, I am wrong. That's why I'm a false prophet because God's word says no, no, because they didn't do it like this now. They didn't do it like they're supposed to. There's a lot of people in heaven right now who didn't do shit with this book. Didn't do a damn thing. Didn't even open this fucker. You know why? Because he didn't make a book to direct our lives he is king he's the only effing one we're ever gonna have or need but because mankind feels we need a ruler because i can't see god we need a priest because we can't reach god and we need offerings because we gotta please god we gotta do all of this shit according to your book because god doesn't love us otherwise that's what your book says that's what your damn book says.
but you keep telling me to go read it, go read it, go read it, go read it. You want me to read that God can't love me? <laughs> no, I fucking said that shit. No, I won't do it. You can't make me. It concludes with the Holy One coming to indwell in the constructed tabernacle. Leviticus contains God's instruction given to Moses during the two months between the completion of the tabernacle and Israel's departure from Mount Sinai. So in two months time, the Holy Spirit came down. I told you, God, he, he, they blame the Holy Spirit for fucking everything. The entire book is the Holy Spirit's fault. Did you know that? Because that's what makes it holy. The Holy Spirit, Father God, filled all of these prophets and wrote this damn book. They're blaming the Holy Spirit, Father God. That's what they're doing. You hear what I say to you? They're blaming the Holy Spirit. He wrote it down. He did it. Not us. We didn't write it. The Holy Spirit wrote it. So you're going to answer for that, right? You're going to answer for that in heaven. You're going to say, well, God, I mean, who else could it have been? If, 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 we, were, if we were who you say we were. We were Christians. Did you love everybody? Well, I mean, not the gays. You said not to. I didn't fucking say not to love nobody. Y'all keep asking who tells you that you get to say who goes to heaven. I didn't say you were going to heaven or not. I said you're going to have some questions to answer to. That's a fact. Because we all have a judgment day. We all have a point where he asks us where the hell he went wrong in your mind. That you felt you had a right to judge what he's done. No, you did. You judged it from the moment you wrote this shit down. You told God, well, this is how you did that. You did it in seven days. And this is how you did this. You delivered us after ten plagues. And this is how you did this. We can only atone ourselves through priests and offerings. And that's not a box. But I'm a false prophet. I'm a false prophet and it's not a box. Cool. Live with your life and know that you will answer for those statements. It's just facts. Facts, folks, facts. Now, Israel's departure. The title Leviticus is derived not from the Hebrew Bible, but from the Greek and Latin versions. This title might lead some to believe that the book concerns only the Levitical priests. No, not this one. Didn't lead me to believe shit. Not, not a damn thing. Um, No, no. I like the name. It's a good name. I like Leviticus. I like the name. But I don't see the point of the book. Because you're telling us that God requires us to do a certain process in order for our prayers to get to heaven. And then when I say that to you, no, Mel, that's how we used to do things. That's why there's a New Testament now. So why the fuck do we still have an old one? Oh, because we need to know how creation works. Well, you guys didn't get that shit right either. You didn't get that shit right either. So how the frick do you still have books that don't make no damn sense? But you call it holy. My God makes no mistakes. Don't you dare call this shit holy again. Don't you do it. You don't know what happened. You weren't fucking there. You will never be there. Cause you're not God. Okay? Okay. Leviticus is the third book of Moses. Moses was a busy man. Okay? This prophet was writing books left and right. Third of five. Okay? At least. That's how far I've gotten today was five books by Moses. Then there's Joshua. Mm -hmm. We're going to get to Joshua. The Apostle Paul refers to a passage in this book by saying, Moses describes. Now the Apostle, understand, I can only claim to know that prophets existed. 
I can't claim to know what apostle statistic because I'm not an apostle. You hear what I'm saying? I don't know what that calling feels like. I don't know what it sounds like. I don't know anything about being an apostle as of yet. I'm a prophet's test. I know that prophets existed because I am one. We didn't just start happening when I was born. You figure deal me? Okay. So Moses existed. You said so in your book. Okay. And that prophet wrote five books stating how God expects you to behave. And if you don't, I don't love you no more. That's what your book says. And then you want to know why gays, lesbians, and transgenders don't want to fucking come to Christian church. Because your book says that he doesn't fucking love us because we didn't do it your way. But you didn't put him in a box. You didn't tell God that, no, you can only love these people because we put it down in the book. Okay, we call this your word, God. If you don't want to follow it, then we're not going to call it holy. Oh, no, you're going to call it holy because then you can't justify the fucking judgments that you give us. It's holy because this apostle said what Moses describes. I'm going to tell Moses' business real quick. Watch this. Moses said this, this, and this. Make sure you write that shit down. Make sure you write it down because I need everyone to remember what Moses said. He started this shit. He started it. It's his fault. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit did it. Yes, he did. Critics who attribute Leviticus to a much later priestly editor do so by rejecting the integrity of biblical testimony. See the introduction to Exodus. Now, by the way, your biblical testimony is that you were a slave because you believed Pharaoh was higher than God. You were delivered from slavery. You didn't want to go, so he had to convince you. Then he made a pact, promised he'd never leave you. Then you fucked up again and again and again, and he's still leaving you. That's the biblical testimony that Exodus is referring to. It sounds pretty crappy, doesn't it? Because every single step of Exodus proves that you question God. Genesis proves that you question God. Mankind questioned God. So you wrote it down. Why? So you had proof that you questioned him? Cool. Now we all know. We all know that you don't think that he could do shit other than what's in your fucking book. The purpose of Leviticus was written for a twofold purpose. Instruct the Israelites and their priestly mediators. Holy heaven about their access to God by means of atoning blood and to make clear God's standard of holy living for his chosen people. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So Leviticus was written to instruct the Israelites how God would actually listen to them. I'm not going to listen to you otherwise. I hope you were paying attention. Exodus is important. Sure it is. Yes, it is. All of it's laid out step by step. Oh, baby, God knows that you know better. And because you continue to believe your book, you are proving him wrong. You're proving God wrong by saying, oh, no, no. He requires a priestly mediator. He requires all of these atonements of blood to get access to heaven, to access to God. Access to God only comes after a priest asks nicely. After we give him offerings that are perfect, they are without defect. 
They got to be perfect. They're the most beautiful things God will ever lay his eyes on this year. That's the only way we're going to get to him. I mean, that's the only way because it's in the book. Snap in the book for holy living for his chosen people. Now, mind you, in Exodus, Moses wrote, right, the Holy Spirit. And we're going to blame the Holy Spirit, Dad. That's what they're doing. The Holy Spirit filled in Moses, made his hand move all kinds of willy-nilly, and write that we didn't believe God existed. We had to be delivered over and over and over again because God doesn't believe. God, he's not here. Pharaoh doesn't believe him, so he can't fucking be true. Can't be true. Can't be true. Can't be true. To this day, there are people who believe what Pharaoh believed, that God doesn't exist. I give the damn. I give the damn. It doesn't change the fact of his existence. Just because you don't believe it's there doesn't actually mean it's not there. It just means you are missing the encompassing love that he has for you. It's not being withheld from you. You're still getting the love. He loves his children. And that's why this particular fucking word upsets me. Chosen people. You know who his chosen are? Only those in the book, Israelites, who are Christians, right? And the Christians live by the book. So only those who live by the book are Christians. Only those who live by the book are living holy. And only those who are living by the book are God's chosen people. I'm Prophetess LGBTQ. I have been online for 35 minutes on Facebook and an hour and 12 minutes on Podbean. And I've had some people come and I'm really glad you guys stayed. Um, if you have questions, please call in. You can reach my number on Facebook. My Facebook number is there. Um, I can be reached on Messenger. I can be reached at all. I want to have a discussion. I did this live for a reason because there's a lot of people who have believed this book from Genesis for many, many years. And this is law. There is no other law above that of the law of the Bible. That's what you tell us. But that means God cannot reach us if we're not reading the Bible. If we're not following his process, you're saying we don't have access to heaven. And then then you want to say that gays hate Christians. No, you're being a hypocrite. You can't be a Christian and not love the gays. That's just what it is. It's a hypocritical statement. Okay, it's a hypocritical belief because God says we can't love gays. No, the word of God is blasphemous. I said that shit. It's blasphemous because you actually decided that God couldn't love everybody. No. No, they're sinners. I mean, we're all sinners, Mal. I mean, of course we're all sinners. No, no, these sinners, though. Uh Uh-uh, not them. Mm-mm, not them. Salvation ain't for them. Nope. 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 No. no. They don't get to go. God said so. Okay. So he made every single body, right? We recap that. He's the creator. He made everything incorrectly, right? He's a defective creator, apparently, according to your book. Um, and he's slow, right? He's ineffective. Uh, he uh, is not as almighty as we once believed because in Genesis, he's jacked shit up. You can't explain to me how uh, mankind came to be because you got a man and a woman and they had three boys. Three boys, people, three boys. So, okay, God messed up. We just didn't fucking get that. We didn't get that message right now. Okay, okay, one mistake. That's the first damn book. I've only done three. So if I have to find the mistakes in every single book for you to fucking get that this is not the fucking word of God, then so 
be it. That's my mission. That's God's purpose for me. God said, decimate it. I shall decimate it. I give a damn if you're offended. I do. I not care. Because you offended God and he's done with it. He is fucking done with your offensive insinuation that he can't love all that he has created. That he won't accept into heaven all that he has created. You, human being, decided I get that choice. God can't do it because it's not in the book. God can't do it because he didn't say he knew how. Because it's not in the book. It's not in the book. If it's not in the book, it's not going to happen. Did you hear what I said to you? If it's not in the book, it ain't going to happen. That's what this Christian today wants you to believe. Atheists don't want nothing to do with God because y'all really telling them that the only way to God is your book. Oh, no, 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 Mel. That's not true. That's not what we say. Yes, it is. When I say gays are going to heaven, you say, oh, oh, don't listen to her. Go read this. In the Matthew such and such and such and such, it says. What you're saying is, I'm telling them to go to heaven, and you're saying Matthew says no. <laughs> you're saying that God says no. You're speaking for God. Between you and Jesus, okay? It's between you and Jesus. Okay, that's world, okay? That's you deciding. I don't think that he's ever going to take something like that. There's no way he made gays. There's no way he made transgenders because he makes no mistakes now. You said some of y'all ain't been paying attention. Transgenders are the most beautiful creatures God created. I know you're jealous. I fucking love that shit. I love that you're jealous of the transgenders. They're the most beautiful creatures that God ever created. And he created them for this purpose exactly to show you I can do better than this. Fuck your book. I can do better than this. Watch me. Watch me work. Watch these beautiful men become beautiful women. Watch me fucking work. Watch what a God can do. See what God can do. But in the book, nope. There's not a single transgender in their mouth. There's not a single one. You know why? Because God didn't write it. Are we clear on that fact? It's a fact now, right? You guys understand that? Man wrote it? No. If you want to blame God, then you're blaming the Holy Spirit. Go ahead and blame God. Go ahead and blame God. Tell God that he got it wrong. All of it. The whole fucking book is wrong because he made Eve defective. Okay? He made Eden the way he did so that we were going to fuck up. You tell God that he was defective. You tell him that. You tell him on your job. I want you to do it. I need you to do that. God wants you to know. I'm going to ask you about it. I'm going to ask you why you thought you got to say who I let into my heaven. Like I said, I don't tell you that you're not going to heaven because everyone has to go. You get me? Because he is the judge. He's the judge. Not me. Not your fellow prophets. He is. This one right here. My king. The one I pray to, worship, and only him. Not your way. My fucking way. My way, because God hears my prayers, regardless of what you say about them. You decide that my prophetess isn't real. You decide that gays are disgusting to me. You decide, you decide, you decide. This is how you decided. This is how you decided for God. You decided. Every one of you who tell me you're not putting him in a box. Every time you quote this fucking book, you have placed him back inside of it. Inside the book. That's what you're doing every single time without fail. 
Every time you quote it, you're saying that what God has said to his people through a prophet, that's not true. Nope, because it's not in the book. And if it's not in the book, it's not real. Do you see the face of God when you open this book? I've never seen God's face, so I wouldn't know what I, that's the only way it's going to make it holy. If you can see his face, his heavenly face, when you see God's face in your damn book, then it's holy. Not until then, because until then, until he shows up in your book, it's like, yep, this is the only fucking page that's right. That's why I'm here. He's not going to do it if he didn't write it. And I need you to know that he's tired of you saying that he did because you're blaming the Holy Spirit. Yes, you are. That's what you're doing. You're saying, oh, well, Moses is an inhabited. All the prophets and the apostles were inhabited. They are inhabited by the Holy Spirit. You're blaming the Holy Spirit for why gays can't go to heaven. You will answer for it. It's not that simple. That's simple. Are you confused? You still confused? Let me break it down for you. God made Adam and Eve. He fucked up because she was a sinner. So now you can make babies because you decided you wanted to eat fruit. I should have told you you couldn't have. Right. Adam's just there like, yeah, bitch, let's let's go eat some fruit. Why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. You're my helpmate, right? We're going to do what you want to do. And this is what your book says, people. You don't like it because it sounds different, right? It sounds a little wrong. Um, well, I don't care because that's what your book says. I'm not misinterpreting shit. I'm literally reading what you wrote down. That God fucked up in Garden of Eden, told that bitch not to eat the apple. She ate that shit anyway, and then he made her bleed. Because God couldn't possibly make a woman that made life just because he's God. No, there's got to be a reason. There has to be a reason. And we have to blame the woman because men are perfect. They came first. But Genesis Genesis is real, right? Genesis is that's the way it happened. Every time you guys tell me to go read Genesis, I want you to remember what I just said. God fucked up in Eden and didn't make her able to uh, make babies. And then when she did able to make babies, she didn't make no female babies. God fucked up again. That's what you're saying. Well, Moses inhabited, right? Was inhabited by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit put it down on paper. He put down on paper that he fucked up, told Eve not to eat the apple. She ate it anyway. And then now they can make babies. But Holy Spirit still doesn't get it right. And she only makes male babies. Three male babies. And then in the same book, beget, beget, beget. How the fuck they begetting anything? How the hell are they beginning anything if he only made one woman and he only made one man and she only had male babies? So tell me once more to go and reference Genesis. Go ahead. Next time I say something on a TikTok video and y'all like, go and check in Genesis. And I'm going to tell you what Genesis fucking says. Genesis says that God fucked up from John. Go on. What else you got? Well, look about Exodus. Exodus said that everybody was failed by God until he made a pact with them. And then again, he stopped loving them. And it took him 10 plagues, by the way. That's what the Holy Spirit said. Holy Spirit says it took God 10 plagues to get across to Pharaoh, to let him fucking let my people go. Is that right? right? God requires your belief in him 
to make shit happen. That's what you write in your book, but it's not. I know that. I have, yesterday I was in the episode of Exodus and um, I said that you put me in your book of, and I stopped. I said, God, I can't say that. They're not ready to hear that word. They're not here to hear how to get to heaven, apparently, because they're, they're not ready to hear that word, Father God. This book that you call holy is actually the downfall of God. That's the word I wasn't ready to say to you yesterday. And it came back to me that you have boxed him so far into this box of yours, into these stories of the Bible, that he cannot escape it without your fucking permission. That's his downfall. You made him human simply because you put his word, you called it his word in, in, in a book. You decided that what God can do is only in the book. God can't love gays because he didn't say that. Doesn't say that. Doesn't say it. God doesn't hear my prayers because I, I didn't do it right. No, it's not by the book. It's not, I, I didn't do it right. God can't hear me because I cuss. I, I, just, I didn't do it right. I didn't do it. I have this tattoo on my arm that says blessed. I have this one that says beloved. You can't take it from me. Not because it's on my skin, but because it belongs to me. That's my name. I am a beloved and I am so blessed. And you're very upset that you can't take that from me. You can't take that from my entire community. You cannot take it. Every time that you quote the book, you are trying to take our belovedness from us. That's what you're trying to do. And it fucking pisses you off that you can't. Because you get more and more upset. Then you start to, oh, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Why are you getting so mad? I'm not getting mad. God's getting a little pissed because you're really trying to test him. Well, if that's true, then why does it say like this, this in the book? God says, that's my point. If I'm right, then how the fuck is your book right too? Go on. Explain it to us. It's important that we understand. Because if you don't want me to continue debunking your damn fucking Bible, then you got some explaining to do. Yes, you do. You got to explain to me where humanity came from. I need to hear it. I need you. I know someone's got an ask. I know someone has the answer. Come on, give it to me, people. Give me the answer. Anybody? You guys got the answer? Hi, Dorcas. Nope, nobody has the answer yet. Okay, when you find the answer of how we all got here, according to your book, then I'll stop debunking the damn Bible. Let's move on to Exodus. If you can tell me that God literally took 10 plagues and four tests to deliver them fuckers from Pharaoh, if you can prove it to me, that God can't do it with just fucking one or just because I smote him and I killed that bitch so I can get my people back. No, that's not the way it happened, Mel. The book doesn't say that. So you're telling God he didn't do it that way. You're telling God he took 10 plagues, four tests, ratification, and still can't fucking love us. Shit. You don't call that a box. I don't know what you call it then. I'm confused. You know, Amazon. I don't know what that's called if it's not a box. That's just Exodus. We've only done two. Okay, now we're in Leviticus. The only way 
that you can access our king in heaven is through a priest, a mediator with offerings. And they got to be perfect. Otherwise, I don't want to see them at my tent. My tent of meeting that only the priest can enter. Now, everybody out there who is really upset, remember, I don't care, but that you're upset by me debunking your book because you say, well, Mel, we don't believe that anymore. That's why we wrote a New Testament. Did you hear what the fuck you just said? Did you hear what you just said? We don't believe in that anymore. Still here. <laughs> Some of us do believe. This is why it's still here. But we don't do it that way. We have a New Testament. Because God came and gave us salvation. He didn't give us the fucking plagues. He didn't deliver us from Pharaoh. No, because that doesn't sound right. We ain't doing so great if we do it that way. Let's just pretend that didn't happen. No, 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 no. Genesis, creation, all that took place. Yes, yes, yes. It actually took place. But we, we messed up. Okay. No, no, no. Not we. Because God wrote it, right? The Holy Spirit wrote it. Holy Spirit messed up with the entire fucking Old Testament. Mm, 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 mm. Yo. Like, whoa. Just what the fuck are you talking about? Like, seriously? What's wrong with you? Really? The Holy Spirit? That's what you're saying. I'm thinking about all of these people that keep telling me to go to the book. Look at here, Mel. This is what it says in here. In Matthew, it says this. In Matthew, it says this. So your book tells you that you can't love what God loves because God didn't say it to you in your book. Okay. I suppose. I suppose. I mean, it makes sense to you. That's why it's fucking still here. That's why you still have a new and old testament. So the Old Testament is full of lies. The Holy Spirit fucked up. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Because we needed a new way. If we didn't need a new way, we wouldn't have a New Testament. Let's fucking get real, people. Logic, logic, logic and happenings. Okay, thanks so much. If you didn't need a new process because the old one was defective, because the Holy Spirit got it wrong, then you wouldn't have written a second half of the book is all I'm saying. Okay, so this, remember, Jewish Christian now. I'm very fucking proud of that shit because I know that New Testament shit even more than the Old Testament is a fucking load of bullshit. Because if you needed a second process to reach heaven, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. You don't understand what a Christian is then. A Christian is beloved by God. And he has been since the dawn of time. That's why he fucking made us. He didn't make us one man, one woman. He did it all at the same time. How are we scattered all over the place? You didn't even mention that shit. God was busy elsewhere while he was over here in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, okay. So God's doing all of this at the same time, but you don't have to write that shit down. No, we're just going to write down this part, the part where he delivered us. The other people he's scattering, that's their business. We don't have to worry about that till later in the Old Testament. We don't have to worry about that. That's not us. That's not our business. Not our business. No. But we took that book, the New and Old Testament, to the new land where they where he had scattered those people that we didn't tell you about and we went and took their land because god said we could god said it's in the book yes, it is. god said we can take anybody's land because it's the promised land it's ours by birthright 
Because God wrote it down. The Holy Spirit says, I can own a slave. Pharaoh did. Moses acknowledged that Pharaoh had slaves. You said the Holy Spirit caused Moses to acknowledge on paper that Pharaoh had slaves. That Pharaoh had been placed in a position of power above God. Fuck yeah, you need another testament. Because right there in the third fucking book. of How many how many books you got in this first testament? Shit. It's half the fucking book. Half the book is the old way that didn't work for you. So you wrote a new way. Now we're supposed to read the old way. Because Matthew's up in that bitch. Numbers and Joshua and Nehemiah. Well, Matthew's not. But the Chronicles. Oh, all of them stories are in there. We better fucking believe it. That's just what the fuck it is. It's, it's, it's those are facts. Okay? We have to believe that shit. Because it's in the old way. I'm a Jewish Christian because I know that no covenant was ever broken with God. I'm a Christian because I know that I was given one purpose in this life and that was to love everybody. So I'm a Jewish Christian who loves fucking everybody, even the bigots, even the ones who like, uh, you're talking crazy. You don't know what the fuck. I love you too. I love you the most because dad is coming for you the hardest. With your book, once you have sinned, you're done. God ain't even seeing your fucking prayer anymore. No more, no more. I got no time for you. That's what your book states. That once you have stepped outside of this law, you ain't God's. You don't belong to him. You belong to somebody else. I don't know who, because there's only one creator, but you belong to somebody else. Because you're not, you're not living in accordance with his word. You're not living in accordance with what my God said. So obviously you're not a Christian. There's no way you're a Christian if you don't believe the Bible. The word Christian means that I love as Christ loves. Not as a fucking book loves. I'm not called a Bibleician. I'm called a Christian. I said that. So don't tell people that they're not a fucking Christian because they're gay. Or because they're living outside of the law of the word of God. You don't have that right. You don't get to call it the word of God because you want to blame the Holy Spirit for all this bullshit that God got wrong. Yes, he did. Because according to your book, that's exactly what took place. You will not ever convince me that Genesis took place that way. You can't do it. It is physically fucking impossible for a woman and a man to create only male babies and populate a fucking human race. It's physically impossible. So it didn't happen the way you wrote it is what I'm saying to you. So if it didn't happen the way you wrote it in Genesis, why the fuck should I believe anything else after Genesis? Do you get what I'm saying to you? I know you're pissed off. I know you don't know what to say. I know you don't know what to think. Everything I've ever believed is become a lie in your face, Mel. I don't know what to tell you. I don't really care because my job is not to convince you. My job is to inform you and move on with my fucking life. That's it. That's all I got to do. That's it. You ain't have to believe me. My job is not here to make you believe me. My job is to tell you to get right. Or you're not going home. You will go to judgment before our king and he will tell you, I did not live inside your book. I never have. I never will. And until you can accept that, you will stay right there outside my gates.
I'm just hypothesizing. I'm being hypothetical. I don't know how God does. You know what I'm saying? I know once I get up there, I have answering to do too. I'm not telling you I'm perfect. I've done some things, okay? But God was perfectly aware of them because I didn't denounce him at any point in my life saying, oh, because you don't like what I'm doing. I don't love you, God. No, that's what God does, right? That's what your book says. Your book says, because I don't like what you're doing. I don't love you. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. My gracious God in heaven. Because I don't approve of your sin. I don't love you. Because you don't believe I exist. I have forsaken you. I have to give you ten plagues for you to fucking wake up and remember that I love you always. Nope, that's still not good enough. I still have to test you four times. And if I don't test you all four times, you won't believe I love you. You making God do all that work to prove himself to you? No, he wrote it in a book. That's what God did for you. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He did that for all of you. He did all of this for you. He didn't write a damn thing. You're not going to, you're going to stop blaming the Holy Spirit. That's what you're going to fucking do. Now that I understand what exactly it is that you're doing, you're blaming God for the fucking mistakes and uh, inconsistency of your Bible. God's fault. Well, if it doesn't make sense, Mel, it's just the Holy Spirit. You, you just don't have the spirit in you. <laughs> you know how I know I have the spirit in me? It's because I can even address that fucking fact. The fact that you would actually feel that way. The fact that there's people out there who truly believe that. I don't have a Holy Spirit inside of me. I have to love you too. And if you want to go where I'm going, you're going to have to love me as well. I know that sucks. I know you guys hate it. You're the loudest bitch I've ever heard in my life, Mel. I don't know if I can love you. Well, then I don't know if I'll see you in heaven. We've covered Leviticus today. We have gone over the atonement, the offering, the intercession, and purification that is the day of atonement. An entire book about how to say you're sorry. But that's what it is. Do you understand? That's what it is. An entire book to show you how to apologize to the king who had never left, never said he was even upset with you. You wrote in the book that because we believed Pharaoh and not God, that Pharaoh was king, not God. That's what you wrote in your book. You wrote from the Genesis that God got it wrong. God messed up. There's no freaking way that that could physically be true. There's no way your creation happened that way. So why are you offended when someone tells you, I'm not reading your fucking piece of shit book? Because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yes, it does. You're just not reading it right. You're just misinterpreting it. How the fuck did I misinterpret creation? Go on, explain it to me. She only had male babies. There was only fucking one. You said so yourself. Let me get this. Maybe, maybe what you meant, you forgot to put it in there, of course. What you meant was the Holy Spirit said, God made men. He made men. 
Okay. And then he took from that man and he made woman. Women. That's the only way that this shit was real. You hear me? That Adam and Eve were Adams and Eves. But they weren't. Not in your fucking book. Nope. Just one. Just one. Just one. Two people. Two people populated this whole motherfucking world in your book. And it's, what's funny to me is that Cain, Abel, and Seth, they had wives, had children. Where the fuck did their wives come from? Where did they come from? What happened? What, where did they come from? Because remember, now there's day nights over here. And two books later, there's another type of human being. They're not called Christians anymore. They're not Israelites. No, they're from another land. They don't belong over here. They don't belong in the promised land. Because creation was for everybody except for the promised land. Promised land is just for Christians. Nope, just for Christians. We are only going to go to heaven if we're Christian. But your Christian and my Christian, they don't look the same. So I'm a false prophet and you're a bigot. We both got a new label. Happy birthday. I'm going to keep on being a false prophet in your eyes then. Because like I said, I'm not here to convince you otherwise. I don't care if you believe me. I don't care if it pissed you off. I don't care if you just hate me and never want to see my face again. I don't care. No, that's not what I'm here for. Done my job. Because again, today I woke up and I was like waiting in bed. I was like, ah, I don't really want to do that. It's just, I don't, I don't want to do all that. And my hands started to sweat. Remember what I told you Exodus yesterday, what hand sweating means for me in my body, my temple? It means that I feel I'm in control, but his will be done. So until I finish this podcast this episode his will be done my heart is no longer beating like out of my chest okay my heart rate has calmed down okay i'm not out of breath anymore that's how i have a panic attack when i tell god no i'm not i don't i'm not ready i'm not i don't want to do that right now so i don't care if you believe i'm a prophetess because when i act like i'm not (laughs) i get in trouble i hurt physically inside I am prophetess LGBTQ. I was given this name by the God Almighty. He named me prophetess, lover, giver, beloved, tolerant, and quintessential to God. LGBTQ, 